Welcome to Social Sessions. Today we are proud to present today's guest, Kira Lucchese. She has a wonderful accolade of amazing parts. The Nest, River City, where she played Stella, Outlander, Vigil, to name just a few. She's brought these characters to life in some of your favourite shows on TV and on the stage. From the heart of Glasgow, Kira has never forgot her working class background and sense of good community. 2015, she clinched the Young Scott Award for Entertainment, showcasing her outstanding contribution to the industry. Charity champion, beyond the spotlight, Kira is a force for good. Her commitment to charitable causes is truly inspiring, making a positive impact on the lives of many, especially with her amazing work in Spirit Aid. Hello, Kira. How are you doing? Welcome <laughs> to Social Sessions. Redneck, man. <laughs> I got a redneck with that intro there. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do, Kira, just we, we kind of all my guests, I just kind of take them a wee, just back to their own wee kind of history. And obviously, I know you grew up in Glasgow. Mm -hmm. um, so whereabouts in Glasgow was it you grew up? I was actually born in Paisley. Paisley, outside <laughs> uh, So I spent the first few years of my life in Barhead, actually, and then moved back to... Um, the Cardonald and Hillington area, which is where my mum was from. So, I so it was Cardonald and Hillington I grew up. Um, and obviously, what kind of what was it like growing up in that area? Did, was it cause obviously Cardonald's a wee bit kind of? But did you did you see much growing up, or was it quite a good? I just I mean to be honest with you, Sean, I, I need to have a proper think about it. I don't really um, remember much about my. Um, I mean, it was great. I mean, my mum and dad kind of separated when I was about six and we ended up in a wee flat in Hillington and we didn't really have much, but I know it's a total cliche, but like that was kind of the, it was kind of the, the happiest we were Aye. during that time because it was just, it was me, mum and my brother and it was just a three years. So it was, it was great. Sometimes, I mean, we had Andy McLaren on here and he was saying that as well. Like he's, um, He's had all the like, playing football, the big football deals this season. It's the best he's felt the news, just doing his taxi driving and stuff, do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And sometimes when you just accept what, what you've got into it, it's just that you're kind of hanging. So, um, so just kind of move on for that and just kind of say, like, how did, where did your kind of inspiration for acting in that come from, Kira? I kind of always did it. Um, so I, I started like a dance class, I think, when I was about three. Um, and then my mum, I had tons of energy. My mum was just like, ah, what do we do? So she flung, <laughs> so she flung me into this youth theatre. Um, because a lot of people do that thing with their wings, like, oh, they, they send their kids to a youth theatre to get confidence or right. something with me. It was just like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, and then I, I realised that I really enjoyed it. And then I had to make a choice whether I was doing the dancing or the acting. Chose the acting. And then my youth theatre kind of acted um, as an agent. So I did my first job, I think, when I was nine. Um, it was like a... Wow. That's young, isn't it? Nine, is it? Was, it is, that, yeah. Was that like a... A, like a part in a show or? it was yeah I was I was playing a Jewish evacuee in World War 2 in this like kind of educational programme for BBC um, so yes yeah, so I kind of I've always kind of done it and then when I when I got to the age where I would maybe go to drama school or whatever um, I started auditioning and I didn't have any money so I got a credit card <laughs> and uh, I like travelled around the country like auditioning for all these drama schools um, got really far down the line um, and it just never happened for me. So I spent about three years doing that, getting into Hunters of Debt. <laughs> and then um, I'm trying not to get political about that. <laughs> it's not for the button class. Right. Anyway. Uh, it's just I it's just that thing, like you have to actually be able to afford to even audition for these schools, mm -hmm. you know, like you need to send a sheet of paper in and it's like well at the time it was like fifty quid to actually 
you know, send your sheet of paper, look for the admin fee, and then obviously travelling up and down to London or Bristol, wherever it was. Anyway, I digress. That's going to happen a few times. <laughs> uh, the it, it, So it didn't happen for me. And then I got the part in River City and I was 19 at the time, spent seven years there. So that was kind of like my training. Um, that's, it, it's a funny kind of job because everybody's got a different route into it. You know, Aye. like people do the whole drama school thing. Some people don't. Like I know folk that were boxers that kind of, Fell into it like just. Have you any Jones though, and you fit up players and everything like there's different avenues in there. Totally. Is there a? I've obviously it would be interesting to see. Like obviously, I know you don't want it too political, but is there a kind of aspect of a kind of more middle class kind of people? Is that that kind of culture? I think, yeah. I mean, definitely. Like, you know, like Davy's spoken about it. You know, like back in the day, like that it it definitely was. I think. Certainly, I, I teach in the um, the Royal Conservatoire now, and there's certainly like a, a massive push for 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 Scots and um, and for people from working class backgrounds. Um, it, it's funny, like talk. I'm going. I'm definitely going to get political now, but just the whole class <laughs> thing. It's kind of it's a kind of weird thing. Like you know, I've watched Darren McGarvey. Have you watched Darren McGarvey's program about class and stuff? I well, obviously, I've I've, I've seen, I know who Darren. I don't know him, but I know who he is, and I, he's, yeah. he's obviously really good. I, I enjoy watching yeah. him, but no, I've noticed. It was just really interesting the discussions about class because I'm thinking about it a lot recently, right? Because I, I I think I define as working class, but the. The acting industry is quite a kind of middle class industry, Aye. but nobody's ever got any money. Aye. So it's things about like, you know, what defines your class. So like money comes into it, um, where you were brought up, how you talk, where your parents came f- like, came from. Aye. So it's like, there's so many, and that's only a couple, you know, so many aspects. I think I'm kind of at the moment, you know, I've got my foot in two camps because, mm-hmm. you know, me and David don't have any money. Uh, <laughs> and I come from a working class background. Um, but I eat avocados. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I go to the theatre, which is a really middle class thing to do. You know, like. Um, but you love acting, don't you? It's just like your passion. It's like yeah. So see, like um, obviously, like you're saying, you and David don't have much money. Blah blah. Is it a myth then that like obviously people see kind of your own big programs like yeah. Outlander and th- and just probably just imagine that you're you're kind of well off. Is yeah. that kind of Method. Yeah, I don't know if it's like necessarily people like like personally me, they think that like, oh, Keena must have a lot of money. But I think generally actors, they think like if you're on a TV show, you must be getting paid a lot of money. Now, I think the fee that you get for being in like, you know, a, a BBC programme or something like that, what you would get f- for working like a week on that Aye. to someday if they were working a week like in a no- normal job, people will be like, ah, oh my God, that's hundreds and hundreds of money. But what you don't realise is, is that hundreds and hundreds of money needs to last you six months, a year, you Aye. know, because you're not working all the time. Um, I've always just wanted to be a working actor. I've never wanted to be, I'm not saying I'm not ambitious, I am. I'm ambitious in my own way um, that I want to do certain things. Like I want to do a feature film, you know, I, like these. I've never wanted to go, oh, I want to be in Hollywood or I want Aye. to, it's never been that for me. I want to do exciting work and I want to have enough money that I can travel and, ah, and be comfortable. Um, I don't think that's a reality for a lot of people at the moment. Um, no. So it's kind of... Um, but yeah, I think you're right, Sean. I think people go, oh, they must have hundreds of money, but it's it's not it's not like that. But I've chosen to do this, you know, and, and, I've, and, and I don't think I could do anything else. Um, 
You're really good at what you do back here. I mean, it's such, like you're an amazing actress, um, and obviously known you like you're very grounded, mm-hmm. um, and that's always been the case. We like ever yeah. since I've known you, you've been grounded. You've never ever lost that. Um, is that is that is that as most actors and actors grounded or is it dead easy? Can I get? Caught? I think it must be. Aye, and and the thing is, is that majority of people that I've worked with, because people always want to know the stories, don't they? Like who's the assholes and all that. <laughs> uh, the majority of people I've worked with have been sound. It's um, but I do think it it can be easy to fall into that that thing of. What's the opposite of not being grounded? Up your own ass. Uh, Ego- egotistic. Uh, totally. Um, just because it's it's funny because see when you're on a set, it's like people look after you, right? They're like, you know, you get driven to your work, you get up your food, dinner brought to you, blah blah. But it's like these things aren't done because people are like bowing at your feet and they think you're amazing. It's because it has to run like clockwork. The mm-hmm. the day, like you know, time is money. We we get driven to our work because actors are all a bunch of dafties and they won't get to the work on time and they won't get to the work safe so that's why they're do you know what i mean like or if somebody's standing an umbrella over your head it's not because they they're like oh they can't stand it in it's because they don't want their costume to get wet you know but i think all of these things added in together if you're getting all that stuff done to you all the time then it can be you can get that can get into your head and it can make you ah you know what i mean obviously like um be interesting for a kind of actress's kind of point of view on like you watch like Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard trial. I watched it and mm-hmm. you see kind of um, it's like a, it's a real addiction in there, like actually like real addiction with the two of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When it's played out, that's what's get, getting played out is um, a chaotic addiction, mm-hmm. uh, addicted relationship. Is oh my that god, we went for that all the way to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I was like, where is that? <laughs> is <this> okay, going? <laughs> Sean. <laughs> yes, what are you getting uh, at? <laughs> no, what I was kind of thinking is, uh, is there a culture in the, the acting of drugs, drink, stuff like that? Is is that like true or is it kind of... Um, what I will say is, is that I think that uh, there's a thing, you're like, you're putting a lot of yourself into your work, right? So, like, even sometimes, you, what's the classic thing that happens if you're playing, like, partners? Aye. You know what I mean? If we were, like, cast as, like, boyfriend and girlfriend, and it was all intense scenes and all that, Aye. then the the cliche is, isn't it, that we then actually Aye. fall in love in real life. Um, I think we're all a bit mental. <laughs> uh, I, think you, I think you kind of need to be quite kind of, like, out there and... Um, I don't really know how to answer that, Sean, to be honest. Um, it's not really anything that I've come into direct contact with. Every, like, everybody likes a party, do you know what I mean? And likes Aye. to have fun and stuff like that. But um, No, it's just yeah. obviously you see, like, um, quite a lot. And obviously I, you're only, you're looking at, like, so many. I mean, you see Keanu Reeves and the way he just kind of moves about and doesn't even, it's amazing, like, watching him, just the way he kind of interacts with the world and doesn't he, like, he just, it's amazing just to watch, yeah. but you also see that side and I don't know, it's probably sensationalism on the part of newspapers and stuff and it's all they want to know is when people go wrong. Yeah. So you probably only see that when people, uh, but it does seem to be like a lot of actors, actresses are in the papers for being addicted to drugs and this and this and this. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's life, do you know what I mean? It's totally. across, everybody's got their own demons into it. I suppose if you would look at any kind of in, industry, I, mean, I, I don't know because I, I wouldn't know Aye. the stats or anything like that, um, but yeah, I, I think as well there's lot, 
there's a lot to be said for like people because you give so much, you know, like I mean, like see things like like method acting and all that, right? right. Everybody's got their own opinions on that. I just think in terms of the way I want to do it, I just go and say, say it and I'm like, I'm just kidding on. <laughs> I'm doing, do you know what I mean? But like Aye. people will, and I just think doing that can really fuck with your mental health and fuck with a lot of different things. So Aye. who knows? No, it's just dead interesting to kind of get um, behind the scenes. Do you know what I mean? Because we had Andy Henderson on who was like um, in the music industry and mm-hmm. it was dead interesting just to find out some of the stuff that like goes on and and some of the stuff you're no privy to, do you know what I mean? It's and it's just that, like this, the, the daft things like thinking like you're loaded because you're on the telly, do you know what yeah. I mean? And um, when you actually think about the amount of actors and actresses out there, it would be mental to think that everybody would be loaded, do you know what I mean? I know. Because there's that many. But that was it when I was in a ta- taxi on the way here, the, the drivers people like that to me. So what do you do? I'm, like, I'm an actor and I'm, like you just, I really just <laughs> want to go like that. Like, oh. <laughs> what are you in? <laughs> what are <laughs> but it's funny because I think people just that that sounds pure terrible as I'm slagging somebody off but it's like I think people don't see it as an actual job and Aye. I get it like it's a real privilege to do like Aye. what I do and sometimes when I'm moaning I'm like oh I've got any money blah, but I'm like well, I love what I do Aye. you know and that's such such privilege to to have that um, but it's I think people just think that it's not a real job. Like, is it just like, oh, like I could do that? You know, see how people, ah, yeah, you just think, but it's, it's, it is hard work and it's like, it um, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's just obviously like, uh, I think Hollywood and all that, it's like, and you speak to even like Davey and stuff like that and how grounded they are. And it, it's no, Hollywood's this big kind of illusion into it that it's like, um, it's not really real, is it? It's like, it's kind of, yeah. when you just scrape the surface, there's quite a lot going on. Who would on. want that, Sean? Honestly, like, who would want that? I know. But then I don't know if a lot of people know the realities of what that, I don't know. It's just the culture in it. Like, I won't, I don't know. I know. I know. No, it is, it's, 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 it is, it's, it's the westernised culture, isn't it? It's like that. Um, we speak about it a lot and the, the, the kind of class differences and how some people are, billionaires and some people are like look at the poor palestinian people like absolutely nothing and the difference is so big and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger do you know what i mean the difference um mm-hmm. so it's probably the same in acting and we just don't see that in the way that your top actors will get mega bucks yeah but like your people who are on the kind of shows and stuff don't get that do you know what i mean or and, women aye, or women. <laughs> aye, aye. um so i'm just going to take you back to like some of you, the roles that we would remember you and like obviously Stella was a, mm-hmm. a, a massive part of Riverside. Um, how did that come about and how was that playing that part? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I was laughing because like I just get cast in all the like pure ugly roles, like we <laughs> said, but, but I don't mean as in like ugly, um, you know, like aesthetically, do you know what I mean? Aye. But it's, I'm always playing like, I just get cast recently. I did an episode of Casualty um, and obviously I was cast as a alcoholic <laughs> at it trying to fraud, like, fraud like do you know what I mean I'm like, anyway uh, really thankful for the job thank you <laughs> uh, but, um, aye so it was great like it, it was re- it was brilliant that's what I was kind of saying earlier on like it was that was my training aye. I work a lot and I've seen again in the, the Royal Conservatoire and you know um, the students that are there don't get a lot of acting uh, for screen aye. so we go in and it's the theatre wise they're like totally like know exactly what they're doing and we go in the third year and um and we teach them acting for skiing and it's it's quite a shock to the system because they're like 
oh god, they're having to kind of unlearn because it's Aye. a total different kettle of fish that unlearn everything that they've been learning for the last three years. Um, but like anything, I think that you don't actually learn the thing until you're doing the thing. Aye. So we're trying to like prepare these students for going on set because. What's going to happen is, is nine times out of ten they're going to get cast in a guest role where you're coming on site, you're getting plopped in, there you go, you're in for a day or whatever and then you need to come out and you need to be able to go in, adapt, do your thing and then leave. And all these people have been working together for like weeks, aye. you know what I mean? It's quite a big thing to do. It's a skill, in, you know, it's a skill in it. It really is, aye. you've done it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, um, y- yeah, what was the question again? Aye, it's just... Just looking at the, like how river, like how you were in it. Aye, so yeah, so you don't, so I I think that you don't, you don't know the thing until you're actually doing it. So the fact that I was in something that was a regular character, I was doing that every single day for seven years. My God, that was such a privilege, you know. Came out the other side and and see now, Sean, like see, like I I know the majority of stuff that I do do is is guest stuff where I'm in for a day or two or whatever. When I go on a set now, I'm not scared. You know, it's like I'm, I'm nervous enough that I care, like that I care about the job and I want to go in and do a good job. But I'm so grateful for that, like, like that I can actually just go on and know exactly what I'm doing. Aye. Like, so many people have, have never had that. You know, like, um, is there a difference between doing um, like River City and stuff like that, like yeah, where you can play parts that you're maybe used to kind of playing here, if you know what I mean? Like, as in it's. Um, a Glaswegian kind of mm-hmm. th- then jumping into something like Outlander, like where it's a big, massive set. Yeah, is there a huge difference in like, is it, or is it just the production that's different? It, do you mean in terms of like scale? Scale, uh huh. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, you, yeah, you see the the different. But I, but again, it's like I, I wasn't saying that I didn't. I was just like, oh, whatever, pure. <laughs> I can do it. And it's <laughs> not that, it and of course it's Aye. not like. Um, you still get that kind of like first day of school feeling and stuff like that, but a bit going going on even with that. Basically, if you do something for all you actors out there, <laughs> <laughs> if you ever, because um, so, so many people are so snobby about like shows like that, right. you know, and, and and I'm not somebody that watches watches soaps, but people, not just the actors, the crew, people that work in these programs are people that are the, the best at what they do because right. you need to just work like that, like. It's like clockwork. You don't get time. There's a lot of kind of like um, you need to sacrifice a lot. Um, so if you didn't do something like that, you can do anything. Aye. You know what I mean? And that was the same. Like when I when it went on to casualty, it was a similar kind of thing. Aye. Um, I was just like, I know this world because I did it for so long. So obviously, if you're just look, if you had to kind of choose, like um, obviously it's just a wee stupid. But if you had to choose the kind of best kind of role that you've had would it be Stella mm. or would it would you, would you have you enjoyed something else or oh god it's pure hard I don't know if I've, I've ever done anything um, significant enough like as in like um, played a lead role that I could really get my teeth into that I could compare to playing a character like Stella Aye. I did a job recently I did a pilot recently um, which was just amazing um, a girl I know wrote this um, sitcom about our our life um, and it's great don't know what will happen with it I hope something happens with it because it's amazing but it was the first time that I got to do comedy on screen Aye. and um, it's funny like pure 
as a few of my therapists here, but, <laughs> uh, but like years ago, like I, w- I went to youth theatre and I was told that I could never ever be funny. Aye. And then I joined this uh, comedy collective like in my early 20s uh, that my friend set up. And I just always thought I could never be funny. I was really nervous about it. And then I was doing all these shows and then I found people laughing at me. And there was this one time where I was standing on stage and I had the audience in the palm of my hand and I was like, I had this pure epiphany. I was like, I'm funny. <laughs> like, I'm funny. Uh, and then last year, the year before, I got this audition for um, for this comedy and 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 I got it and everybody was so complimentary and I was just like, God, I've still got that weird thing about being funny. Uh, but that's probably something that I did recently that I really, like, I was really proud of and I was like, oh, I'm liking this. I'm liking Aye. doing this. Um, it's something that you kind of enjoy in that. But um, just to like, moving even on, because I know that like, you're kind of passionate about the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously for us, we don't really know the difference. Do you know what I mean? Like how, how, yeah. but with, Davey says like any real actor and I think yourself said it before is stages where it really is the magic happens. Yeah. How's that here? Is it just because of you've got that kind of live audience there or? It's just a totally different beast, Sean. Like I, I, I need to be totally honest. I'm not that experienced in stage. Like it, screen acting is my thing. I'd love to do more stage. Um, but it is, it's that, it's the, it's the electricity, it's the live kind of reaction. Every time you go on, it's different because you're, you're engaging with the audience and what they give you, you give, you give something back. And, um, so it is, it is totally different. Um, but equally when you're doing screen acting, it, although the kind of technical stuff can get in the way right. sometimes, you, it's the intricacies of stuff, the subtleties and all that that you can play that are really enjoyable to do. So for me, I, like, I think they're just two, they're very, they're the same gang, <laughs> pals, they're pals, you <laughs> know what I mean? But like they are very, very uh, different, I No, because it's like, you, you do see, of, um, I, can't, I can't even imagine like making a mistake on stage. Like, yeah. imagine, like, you would be able to get away with it if you were on screen, do you know what I mean? You could do takes mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, how would you, how would you, like, how do you cope with that, Kira, if you make a wee mistake? Oh, it's hellish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just did panto there, which is fine. You can make whatever mistakes you want. The audience love it. But um, I'll, t- I'll tell you a story. I, was, I did a, uh, uh, anecdote, anecdote. <laughs> uh, I was doing a play with my, uh, my pal uh, years ago. And it was just, it was a two-hander. And um, it was it was quite abstract, so the dialogue just didn't really make any sense. Aye. So if you tried, it was dead difficult to pick it up again because I like just didn't know Aye. what was coming next. So I was in stage right, shooting stage left, <laughs> and uh, and what felt like probably thirty minutes right, and it was like God knows how long it was. My pal dried, and I was like, right, okay, panic, panic, panic. What did I come in with? What did I come in with? And eventually, I came in with something, and I saved it. But as I was coming in, she was sitting in a seat and she was like that, getting ready to stand up. And after the um, we came off stage, she was like that. She says, Kira, I'm glad you came in when you did because I was actually getting ready to stand up and go, sorry guys, eh, I can't do this and walk Aye. off. Like she was just like totally like, oh, it's, it's the most horrible, it's like an outer body experience when that happens to you Aye. and you're just like, but you, but you, you always find you always find a way out, do you know what Aye. I mean? Like, but if what you, if what you think's like, like so long, isn't it? It's probably only like a few seconds. Aye, but in and your, the audience I can imagine know. that it's surreal blind kinda... panic. It's awful. Um, so just kind of moving on to 
like I'll move on to the kind of shooters project you've done in uh, Adiwell, and that's where we met, um, yeah. which was an amazing project. Absolutely loved it, um, and just getting probably something I've never seen before. And I said this to Davy was the way that he's were able to bring that creative side out of people that probably didn't even know they had it. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there a kind of is there a, is there, is there a kind of way that you do that, Kira? Is like is there a is, is there a special is there a magic wand for that, or is it just basically kind of? You know, it's so sad that you're saying that because, like, right, obviously I'm biased, right? So I think art is everything. I really do. Like, I think like everybody deserves art and creativity and an opportunity opportunity to explore that, right? We all know that that's not the case. Um, I know this is a pure shite analogy, but like even things like I pure love watching Strictly and like you people go in that and like they never knew they could dance. Do you know what I mean? I mean, how many things do we have inside us that we're good at that we don't actually know until somebody goes at you? There's an opportunity. Um, I don't think there is a magic wand. I think what we do and what we really pride ourselves in doing is is just going in and going. This is us. This and, and it's gaining trust into it, whoever you work Definitely. with. Like we work in prisons, work in youth clubs, work in uh, universities, and it's the same. The same goes for every single like place that we go into. It's just about going. Like you're just, just a bunch of dafties. Like is, is prison no no as intimidating? Because I would imagine coming in for for yourself was it no, is prison no as intimidating then just is it just kind of similar to going into like a university or for me it was I'm not saying like like a pure and I'm like a pure big time like as if ah, uh, do you know what I mean like I think like I mean obviously well I was the only woman in the room Aye. wasn't I um I, I, I need to have a real think about how I felt going in, Sean. I mean, I think I was going in with my pals, I was going in with my family. Um, I was going to do what I love doing, which mm-hmm. is meeting new people, hearing their stories, um, making work, creating something, having fun. Um, I don't know. I think I just, I, I'm kind of, I wasn't always like this, um, but I think I'm kind of like, I just trust the process of anything and I just I give it I'm a kind of yes person I'm mm-hmm. like right I let's just give it a go let's just see what happens I just love talking to folk do you know what I mean like I think um what you Davy, uh Davy Jr oh, everybody like um everybody that came in you had a skill of being able to and I'm not because he's asked for the same, like he's for the same areas as as mm-hmm. other boys for the prison. This is with this this working class thing, and I think you brought that ethic in ways um, where you didn't see anybody as different. You came in um, with mutual respect mm-hmm. um, and gained the respect of the prisoners quite quickly, mm-hmm. um, which is hard yeah, in a prison setting. It is, but I think what we had on our side is is that we are not the system, right? So right away, like. You know, it's like we would like. I'm sorry, say it, like anti-establishment, anti-establishment. But I, I am, I am that actually. Um, but we, we know, we know it works. Do you know what I mean? It's like Aye. a no-brainer. It's, but I do appreciate, like, it's not as if we thought we'd come in and like everybody would just trust us straight away. I know that, like, but that's across the board in life, really. Um, but I also know that we we don't need to work too hard at that because we're actually sound. We're Aye. sound people. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have empathy, we have understanding, we like it's humanity, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like we're just just there to we're not there to judge anybody, like it's not 
No, it was it's it was probably I would say it's probably my favourite project. Like street soccer was good as well. I liked street soccer. That was good. Like I enjoyed doing street soccer because obviously I played football and stuff. But yeah. <clears throat> if you were to take this, if I was to choose a project, I would say shooters was my best. And that was like over the full fifteen years I've done in prison. I think shooters was the best. And it was like. Um, like obviously he's dead now, so I can name him. Not I mean Clyde, like rest in peace. Do you know what I mean? But um, guys like Clyde, who I would never have thought would have come out their shell the way he mm. did. Um, I'm actually getting quite emotional thinking about it because uh, how many people have you had greeting on this podcast? <laughs> uh, but like that was a really special time in my life. Like and I, and we had such a long. I mean, what, I don't know if it was eight eight weeks or eight something weeks, like that. Um, it was really special, and I think. The, like one of the things I don't know if Davey's spoken about this before in the podcast but like you know I, I like to watch it quite a lot like our, some of our processes are quite out there mm -hmm. um, like as in slow I'm going into detail we do this thing called slow walking basically where like you know you put on music and you know you get yourself into the headspace of the character and you walk from one room to the other and it's but I'm like we actually had like what twenty guys there I know, I would in never a prison have it. I would never doing have that. It. I know. Do you know? Like, and it's that's that's incredible. But then also equally, I don't want to patronise the people in the room either because mm -hmm. why wouldn't like you know? But um, the stuff that we shared, like the moments that we shared, like we, we got to know each other a lot mm -hmm. as well. Like you know, like we we also made the, we did the drama, but we did the documentary right. as well. Um, so it was. Yeah, it was an amazing experience for me as well. Yeah. And I think that's what seeming like we've had um, anybody who goes on, like Chris Dolan as well. Chris mm -hmm. is somebody that goes in and works in prisons and stuff. And I think um, a lot of the time we, when Davey was going into the special unit and stuff like that, and it, uh, he talks about that project as well, obviously played Jimmy Boyle, like big notorious characters, blah, blah. But these projects work. Um, and I think this is where... I don't know why you didn't get back into the second round of probably didn't money or whatever, do you know what I mean? No, neither mm. well, but um, I don't understand why these projects are not getting rolled out. When yeah. you see the success that was actually in it, do you know what I mean? And yeah. how how much it brought a lot of people together. And as for the slow walking, you're in prison, I would say, is arguably the most um, guarded place that you need to be ever. Mm. Um, where you need to everybody's guard was done do you know what I mean it yeah. was like um, you were in a safe space you were you were people in. opening up about personal stuff like Aye. in the room and all that like I know um, it is money shot I mean like it's not just in prisons now it's across the board arts is the first thing to go they take it out you know um, I, I think like think like art therapy like music the creative therapy is just like for, for me again bias but it's like wh where is it mm -hmm. you know what I mean um, yeah, and it's just about going, like, because I want to go in more into communities and do stuff as well. Like, it, uh, we were talking about this earlier on, um, not on the podcast, but, like, you know, I like to be the person that's... It's kind of sad that we were the people that go into the prison to give that at that point. Why were people in the prison not given that at that stage mm -hmm. before, you know? Like, I did my children's panel training, like, a few years ago, Um and I ended up chucking it because they really fought to keep me because I've got his personal experience Aye. as a children's panel. And I think I would have been a good person to be there, but I couldn't cope with being the person at that stage of the journey. I Aye. want to be the person at the start. I didn't want to be the person that was making the decision about 
taking away taking shit off their parents. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to. I want to be the person that's preventing that from happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about prevention. And obviously, we speak about that quite a lot in the podcast. Is going to like the roots, grassroots, going to schools, um, places like that. And um, we were talking the other day. I had. Um, a lassie called LJ and Tony they were on and they were talking, it was like, we were talking kind of deep spiritual stuff and uh, Tony was saying that she works in a school and she's basically um, counselling but it's actually, she's she's like um, teaching awareness and stuff, mm-hmm. just the self-awareness, um, consciousness and stuff, stuff that you're not taught at school, we weren't yeah. taught any of that kind of stuff. Because um, there's now this thing called like nurture teachers and nurture rooms and all that. Well, I think schools. that was maybe Tony something like which she was kind of going down the road, which I think is amazing. Yes. Yeah, um, kids, we weren't taught. We were taught to kind of uh, no hide your emotions, but you were taught in school that you would like harden up and mm-hmm. and go on with it and do this and do that. Which isn't the way a lot of people, um, human beings, are really. I think we need to learn about yourself and. Arts and drama is one of the things I think that you do learn mm-hmm. when you you kind of self-explore. Yeah, and, and it, we're, we're not there yet, Sean, do you know what I mean? But we're starting to kind of, like, the culture of not talking about stuff and not explaining these things is like, it's right. I always felt, when I was, I've always spoken about stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, me and about myself, I'll tell you, right? I know. But it's, but I've, I've always felt like a bit of an alien going through life like that because mm-hmm. everybody was a bit kind of freaked out by that. Um, and I th- like I thought we were getting there, but we're and we are, we totally are. But it's even now. Like, I mean, I had like was last I had a miscarriage last mm-hmm. year, right? And did you know that? Did Aye. I, did you know that? I, um, well, of course you know that because it's a whole story about we send a text <laughs> to everybody about what happened. Um, but it's like as soon as that thing happened to me, um, and it was hellish. It's hellish for anybody to go through that. But what what was difficult for me was is that I was treated really badly during the whole process, Aye. like when I was in hospital and all that. But as soon as it happened, I came out and I sent a text out to everybody going, I'm fucked, we're fucked, Davy's fucked, mm-hmm. Dwayne, everything. Um, I, c- I don't feel I can leave the house, can you please come and see me? Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody did. Mm-hmm. I say nobody did, right? A couple of people did, but people that I kind of expected to come, didn't they? They just totally freaked out. Now, at the time, I could have called them for everything, right? Now I can look on it and I can go they just weren't able to give me that at that time because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, the reason being a whole fucking culture about not talking about stuff, right? Um, along with other stuff. But um, like to me, that's just mental. Like mm-hmm. I think that's that's absolutely mental. So it's just, it needs to, it needs to stop. People people just need to talk to each other. See if we just communicate with each other, then everything will be fine. It's just trying to break down barriers that... Um I mean, we talk a lot on this podcast about conditioning, how how society's conditioned um, always to think a certain way, to act a certain way. Um, And I I think as human beings, I think as individuals, I think um, we're amazing. Mm. I think we're beautiful. Um, I think you can see so much in an individual. But bring five human beings together, ten human beings together, Mm. you start to see the change and it's usually not a good change it's usually a kind of people will kind of gravitate towards maybe the negative energy that the one person's got or maybe just like the most influential Mm -hmm. and I think if you 
uh, if you if you're at, just at the back, if you're at the dancing and one of your favourite songs comes on and everybody's jumping, it's like yeah. that energy, like that energy kind of you feed off that energy. But mm. I think when you're in a group, there's so much negative stuff going about the new that people tend to go down that road to the negative. Do so you think like I get you talking about like a kind of herd mentality type thing aye, about like totally. yeah, and there can be positives as negatives. Aye. Like you're talking about like if you're dancing, you have that's all that oneness yes. of being like that's aye. that's how amazing is that that euphoria that you're having together. Aye. You're becoming, but also that you can aye, hundred percent. It's funny because me and Davey, like I'm like you're a you're a sheep man. Like if you're, <laughs> if you're like but he's really like. It's actually one of the the things that I love about my partner Aye. more than anything is that he's he's um, he's so given and he he's so kind and all that and he's just um, but it's also one of the most frustrating things because I'm at fucking stand up <laughs> just saying oh like do you know what I mean like he's so but we, we're opposite in that way whereas I can I really stand in my individuality and that's. I hardly got to the end of that when I was contradicting myself. Sorry, I'm speaking so fast, but it's what happens when I get excited. <laughs> um, it's not that Davey's not an individual, he is. He's just, um, he's just probably more of a people person than than me. Um, I'm just a bit like that. I'll chuck you if, <laughs> if you annoy me, do you know what I mean? Like, he, like um, but yeah. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing in the way, I mean, obviously everybody's different, but um, I think the herd mentality... I'm not saying Davies, I love Davy. I'm not saying that. Um, <laughs> like I know, I know, Davies, very barmy after. <laughs> um, but I think that herd mentality is goes to where we are now. I think that is why we um, okay wars. I think that's why we say it's okay to have a war. It's um, it's okay to, for somebody to have ten billion pound in their bank account while there's children starving. Mm -hmm. um, it's a herd mentality that's took us there, mm -hmm. and I think once you start going individual. And you look at anybody who's kind of level of consciousness is a wee bit higher. I think um, most of them are individuals. Sadguru here, man. No, I wish I was Sadguru. <laughs> I love Sadguru. But um, I, I, don't, I don't know, like, do you agree with me on that? I don't know if you agree with that, Kira. I, I think it's... Well, it's you... like what you're taking, the, like what, like even just in its simplest form, like influencers. Do you know what I mean? There's actually Aye. people who are paid to fucking influence people. Do you know? So it's I like know. you're so. I, I'm terrible for it. Like in terms of like, by the way, algorithms. Like, uh, but like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Here is this natural, um, like know, product. Uh, do you know what I mean? That like, your energy like, and I, like that's that's me, right? right? That's what I get. But, um, and I do have, obviously, I've not got an addictive personality, but shopping is like my thing. I've got on vintage lot. Other apps are available. Uh, but, um, so, yeah, I think we just, I think it's, I, I don't really know, like, because I always, I'm dead into, like, I'm always slagging myself and saying I'm a pure amateur psychologist. But, um, yeah, I wonder. I just like to please other people sometimes, isn't it? Or, like, be part of something, be part of a... I think people Community get, or... I always say fear is the driver of everything. Fear, yeah. like, fear is the driver of everything. And people are feared to, fear to step outside the circle. You're feared to maybe get rejected. There's, there's loads and loads of different things. And even people who society would say are the most, like, are probably like look the most um, courageous and the most thing. It's usually fear that's driving them. Yeah. And if you look at people like Sad Guru and you look at people like, um, even like, like I know Tony Robbins is like a wee kind of commercialized, but you look mm. at people that they don't care what yeah. that is, what they teach you. They teach you like why yeah. you care and what people think. And it's so hard 
naughty. Like, yeah. it is, but accepting your reality and then um, trying to trying to trying to change exterior stuff for, for exterior validation mm-hmm. um, won't get you anywhere it's like you can flick through Instagram and yeah. think that your life's crap because everybody else is putting out this fake narrative that, that yeah. they've got this wonderful life but then you phone that person later on and they're like fucking holiday was shite man it was and you're like, well, I, look, I was just yeah. talking to Fiona about that, saying how great it looked. Yeah. Oh, I fucking fell out with her, me and her. That. And you're like, it's mad how... Even that simple thing of just flipping it, like, and going, but what if? Like, it's important to do that every once in a while. Because you can get so consumed by some stuff sometimes, and it's not... I think it's important to sit in your thing and go, this is shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel shit. But also having the kind of... Is discipline the right word? Of going, like, but actually look what I have mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to do that sometimes but every so often I can I need, I need to do that because I'm actually really lucky like oh, I mean I'm so lucky as well for, for what I've got in my life and obviously you get dealt cards that you just need to deal with at times do you mm-hmm. know what I mean and, but you do need to flip it and look at it's all about perception into it and mm-hmm. I know it's that cliche about half the glass half full thing but mm-hmm. it, it really is if you can look at anything any kind of teachings and if you look i mean obviously i'm, I'm not really religious i'm spiritual i do believe mm-hmm. like the higher power but you look at all the characters like jesus like but the buddha uh, mm-hmm. all these people give everything away mm-hmm. to feel good to, because when you've no go anything to lose yeah then you become the person that yeah but in our world how do how do you do that how how are you even able to society's got you with a mortgage you've got uh, bills you've got and if you don't pay it you're you're no living do you know I what know. i mean um and that's what because we're always like i'm saying we don't have any money but like we, we i think you're saying about i think you can get through anything in life if you have a support network yes. and you have people that love you right so no matter what card you're dealt like if you've got those people there that you can lean on and have around you then that's the most important Definitely. thing and that's what me and David are always about. We always love, like, you know, having parties and stuff and having dinner and having people coming over. Like, that's what's important to us. When we do get a bit of money, we travel. You know, it's just, it's different for different people into, like, what's, what's important to you. Into, um, but for me, it's, like, it's about, it's people and connections with people, you know what I mean? Whether Aye. that's my family, my friends that I've got right here, or whether it's going to another country and meeting people and having mm-hmm. some sort of experience with somebody that's from a, diff- a far-flung land. Do you know what I mean? Oh, my no, God, that's no. <laughs> someone from a far-flung <laughs> land. No, start a film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think you're so bang on with the connection thing, and I think that's even going back to shooters. It's that... Um, there's a massive um, lack of connection in prison. Like you, people are scared to connect because you can't open up too much. You need to. You've got massive walls built up around about you. So um, I think that's where projects like shooters and stuff mm-hmm. came in. And listen, I understand as well. People will watch this and go, "Why should we put money into prisons?" Not like I get. I get that. People I don't would, get it. I don't write, and I, I, I don't because I'm like, well, if you if you if you want to say that your system and you want to demonise all these people, uh, then don't fucking put them in a place where they've yeah. got absolutely no chance of ever um, 
coming out of the other side when mm. he can hang it, but that's, I mean, that is basically what... No, what you're saying is, is that everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Yes, everybody's <laughs> entitled to their own opinion. Um, but connection is a massive thing. When you come out, um, you do need that connection. And I think a lot of people connect with exterior validation, whether it's materialistic stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and when you start connecting with that, I think it's dead easy to lose yourself into yeah. the... The, the kind of matrix I call it like if you like call it the matrix you, you lose yourself into that kind of I need this I need this I need this I need yeah. this and it's like I, I mean I, I, we all do it we all do it I, mean? I know and I'm guilty of it as well I don't think I'm as guilty as a lot of people but like but of course you like you, you're you, aye it's just that kind of it's like status things and all that as well aye. like I can see people going like oh I need to have my my house that looks like this and my car and then my two veins that go and, and, and I'm like that ah, but what and I'm talking to myself here as well. Aye. It's like, what, what is that? I know. You know, like we, we, we don't own a. I don't know if we'll ever own a house, um, but that's just because as soon as we have a wee bit of money, we just go Aye. somewhere. Do you know what I mean? But like that's just living. It's it living, isn't it? And I think as well, it's it's like being like a mum now as well. Like you know, bringing up my kids, I, I think a lot about what what are the important things, you know. And it's like it is like culture. It's. Um, it's um, so uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like social justice, like mm. you know, all these things are like are important to us rather than making it sound as if I'm like some amazing person. I'm not. It's like I'm having to remind myself of these things when every day it's like capitalism mm -hmm. and like do you know what I mean? It's I, getting flung in your face that I'm succumbing to. But I think when you see like I. Have, it's like when you talk about socialism now, people go, oh no no no, I don't have that, and I'm. Listen, I, I understand, and I think that if you're good at something and you're really like um, top quality something, you should be able to live a good life mm -hmm. and you should be able to live a lavish life. Um, but me and Chris Dolan both talked about having, well, you've got a minimum wage, why don't you have a maximum wage? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you go like that to somebody like, and I understand inflation and economics and all that would come into it, but if you says to somebody, even if you capped it at a hundred million pound and went, listen, you're not allowed any more than a hundred million. Mm -hmm. If you can't live off that, then but the rest of it's going to go into society. We're going to build up mm -hmm. Africa and all these countries that are really needing, um, crying out for, for help. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And we forget it's dead easy that, and it's, I, I'll go to Israel and Palestine. Like I will go to it. It's dead easy to disconnect yourself for that because it's the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Um, and, kind of know see what's going on there and that's and over there aye, that's it's yeah. nothing to do with us like let them carry on when it is us that's behind it all do you know what i mean and it's mm -hmm. their capital capitalist ways that are pushing yeah um wars and i mean you could go into all the kind of come all these i mean we've spoke about it loads of times i've spoke to tommy about it and stuff like that you could go into it in great detail but um what's happening is it, it, it is your how can the the Palestinian people connect? Where's their connection? If that makes sense, where are you getting? Um, whereas in the West we are kind of smothered with connection, but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean it's a positive connection. Mm -hmm. And being able to disconnect to think that that's okay, what's happening over there? Yeah. I, I don't know how they've done it. They've yeah. managed to create that. I, I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because earlier on you were talking about fear, right? And it's like, like that's what they want us, right? They want us to yes, be afraid I... of everything, right? So, like, I, I always talk about it like, in terms of like climate change and stuff like that, right? 
and I get dead annoyed. I'm like, ah, why, like, pure? Why are you buying that, or what? Like, why are you shop? Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? But then I'm, but I'm going. But people have other shit going on in their life, right? So, if you're somebody that's in a really, really vulnerable position, right, and mm. you've maybe like you've got experiences going on in your life that I'm trying to think an example, like you know if. Maybe you've separated for your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, there was domestic violence involved. You've got five kids. You've not got a lot. If you're that person that's going through that, why would you give a fuck about climate change at this Aye. moment in your life? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm trying to be empathetic to the person that's not been proactive mm-hmm. during this time as well because we can't. And and I was reading this thing the other day. It was um, an Instagram page called uh, MuslimGirl.com. I don't know if you if you follow them. Great. Um, and they were saying in order to be a good activist, you actually need to take time to look after yourself as well. So you do need to take a pause and sit back mm-hmm. and, and like, you know, w- what do you want with the world? Like, what's going on there for you to take all that on and then fuck yourself up? No, it's not. Yeah. It's about you being mm-hmm. the best you can be to to try and do something. My God, I just feel so fucking helpless right now. But um, yeah. No, you do need to be the best version. You need to be the best version of yourself, which... Like I'm definitely no, I'm still a, a definitely a humble student in that apartment. Mm-hmm. Do I mean? But um, you, you do need to be the best version of yourself to to even be able to kind of start trying to help other people. Do you know what I mean? If you're no enough good, but and I think that's where they've got um, masters. I think they've mastered how to kind of make everybody. You're not going to, but why would you bother about like Israel and Palestine when you've got fucking bills and you've got weight? You're weight. You, it's no, it's something that, I and understand, you, you've got to understand that prison's the same. Um, the environment I came from, why would you care about that when you're, yeah, um, especially when you're getting fed a narrative by uh, whatever things like newspapers, news stations mm-hmm. telling you this, that, and everybody mm-hmm. in the prisons are bad and stuff like you. That's the narrative you get fed, so yeah. When you're conditioned, it's really hard to um, to break that mold. To reverse sentence, my Definitely. God, like a lifetime of getting told one thing. I know, and then like, I know, but that will even take his own. To you. The next thing I was about to talk to you about Kira is like your kind of charity work that mm-hmm. you've done because you know you do quite a lot of charity work. Um, obviously, Spirit Aid's a wonderful charity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely amazing. So. Can you tell us a wee bit about some of the stuff you do with that, like yeah. the charity work? I mean, I need to be totally honest with you, Sean. I've had to take a massive step back just because I have kids now. Right. Um, I've not, I've not, I've don't have the the energy to to do as much as I, I did in the past. Um, I do like bits in my own ways that I can. Um, but yeah, the, the the stuff that I did with Spirit Aid was just was life changing. Um, it was yeah. I mean, I. See, see, when I grew up, like I didn't, I didn't have anything. I hadn't been anywhere, right? So again, you're talking about conditioning. Just in my head, I'm going like, that. I'm not the person that goes to, and they are like, you know, I'm just not, I'm just not that person because I've not had those experiences. And uh, we'll give Davy credit now, right? <laughs> As, uh, when I when I met Davy, um, he gave me the confidence to to go places. Like he'd been a lot of places when he was growing up because of his dad's Aye. work, um, and. You know, I think the first kind of holiday we went on was like we went to Thailand, and I was like, "Oh my, oh my God!" Like, and then we went to India, um, and I, I really realised that this is again it's an opportunity that I might never if I'd never mm-hmm. met Davy, I would never have done these things. Like, went like to these kind of places, um, 
and then the opportunity came up that, to to go to Malawi mm-hmm. with Spirited. Um, so I felt as if I'd kind of built up to it, going to Thailand and then yeah, <laughs> going to Malawi in a community that has no electricity, <laughs> no running water, like living in a mud hut and all that. Um, and it was just, it was it was incredible. Again, it's, it's all about those those human connections, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? About somebody from that side of the world coming together and going like that. We are one, like, just humanity, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. kind of just everybody mucking in and helping each other. Um, do you think, um, just kind of looking back at a wee, wee kind of thing you said, like, do you think um, it's quite easy if you hadn't went and travelled to these places mm-hmm. for you to fall into that trap of, no cairn like if you <clears throat> I mean Wonder. yeah I mean I think definitely like seeing my as I've so I think meeting Davey right I think growing the fuck up getting mm-hmm. older and I think becoming a mum um, like I've really learned a lot about I know it sounds really stupid but just simple simple empathy man mm-hmm. like I've really kind of you know I, like I was quite an angry kind of like um, teenager and stuff growing up I had a lot to be angry about you know but like it's I suppose everybody like you're consumed by your own thing you're mm-hmm. quite self-obsessed when you are that age because your world is just what's happening at that time um, but yeah I, I, I think I, I give Davey a lot of credit for that actually mm-hmm. if I kind of opening up some maybe it's, I've always been a kind person Sean but I've never I think now as well like because I'm, I'm dead into psychology and like I read a lot and um, listen to a lot of podcasts about psychology I'm dead interested in particularly now being a mum bringing mm-hmm. up my no one to fuck up my wings right. um, that I think like I, I love being able to under, I'm like if somebody's been a cut yeah, let's say Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got to this stage so. of saying it, but like, if somebody has been a pure dick, right? It's, for me, it's like, right, okay, I, I need, if they're being a dick towards me, right, allow myself that emotional reaction. Like, mm-hmm. that's hurt me. But I'm always like that, right, why is that person acting like a dick, right? I, I really like to explore that and go for what's all that about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, so yeah, I just. I think that's when you reach that next stage of consciousness I think that's when your awareness goes up I think mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are stuck and I try and explain to people like obviously some of the guys I know who um, are really in a rut of addiction uh, maybe in a rut of criminality and stuff like that it's um, dead easy to demonise people like mm-hmm. that uh, one you don't know their background two the, the level of awareness that they've got is so low mm-hmm the vibration that level that they're on is so low yeah. that trying to explain to them that there is more out there. Yeah. Like somebody that's um, in the chaotic world, the addiction, running about, um, trying to feed an addiction with no money. Mm. How, wh- when do you start, when does he start becoming aware of mm-hmm. the stuff we're talking about? Like um, yeah. trying to become self-aware and trying to, he's not got time for that. Yeah. Um, and I think there's no empathy for that. I, that's where the it's, it's, like it's a balance act, right? Because I can still be a heavy raging bastard, right? I've mm-hmm. still got a lot of shit that I'm fucking annoyed at. Um, I know why it's happening, right? So like, if somebody's been a pure arsehole to me, I'm like, right, I know why that's happening, but I'm still fucking raging about it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and you can't give everybody a free pass either. Do you know no, what I mean? No. It's like, just because of it, it's like, my pal talked about it the other day. It's like trauma trumps. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm like that because I've had this trauma in my life. Well, well I've had this trauma. In my life. You know what I mean? We've, we're all fucked up. Um, again, it's just about communicating with each other and just going, right, can we just kind of just like 
wipe the slate clean, have a conversation and try and sort this shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are so, like that's I was talking earlier on about the, the miscarriage thing about people not coming. It's like, I was lit, like, pe- people would go, see if I never sent that text message out, people mm-hmm. would be sitting at home going, oh, I don't know whether it goes, is that the right thing? And what do I say the right mm-hmm. thing? Fear, fear, fear again, right? Actually, I think we were. I, I think we. I think we did come. I hopefully think we did. I think Aye, we did, totally. But, That's a pure uh, attack. I know, you. No, like, but I, you never I, came. I, but, but just like I actually said in that message that I sent out to everybody, mm-hmm. here's what we need. Right. I actually, literally was like, and I think I remember saying something like, "If I'm lying in my bed greeting, can you just get in beside me?" Like mm-hmm. I literally said I that. Know. But people still had the fear, and it's like. At that time, I was raging. I probably am still pretty raging about it, but I can, I get it now. Do you know right. what I mean? It's like, but even giving people that, like, like fucking uh, by numbers, do you know what right. I mean? Like, they still shat themselves because it's like, it's just not norm. It's not ingrained in us. It's like that total, like, fear of talking about stuff or like thing. And I, I know that I, uh, that that intimidates people with me as well. So sometimes I just crank it up a wee bit just to <laughs> But like people are a bit like that with me, right? And I, uh, like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, do you know what I mean? And I, and I know that, but um, but it's just like, it, it's it's funny now when people are kind of going like that. Oh, like, you know, we just need to talk about things. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> do you know? It's funny. No, I think it's, it is that um, as a society, where do you, there's uh, there's no time for empathy in that. I think you need to learn it yourself. And I think um, what you're talking about with the text message that you're putting out, again, probably every single person, every couple you've sent that out, he's been like, oh, and some, breaking the heart somebody, for I, somebody totally. else will go like, but uh-huh. like we're no close enough or whatever. Like mm-hmm. somebody, the closer ones, like that's who'll go. Yeah. And actually, Nate, like you've put it out. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. Everybody to come and see me, but everybody's went. Oh no, we maybe even we're no close enough, or we no. And also, Annie also go like that. I don't know what those people were going through in no, their know, life I at know, that point in time I, either. Do you know what I mean? It can't all be about me, but, but it was. But that, it was about me at that point. But the fact that nobody came uh, yeah. is hurtful because that's then you know it's because everybody's scared and everybody's yeah. no took you up on it. Do you know what I mean? But it's cause like I mean because I. I I started, I was dead lucky, like, when I, because I got pregnant kind of straight away after I had the miscarriage, um, but, and I was, I nearly, nearly died when I had my daughter's belt, that's another fucking story, <laughs> uh, but because I had all this trauma, I got to see a psychologist through the NHS right. to, to prepare me for having Donnie, right, because I was fucking mm-hmm. shit myself for multiple different reasons, um, and one of the things that we were talking about, like, you know, it's my, like, my pal always says this, it's like, don't judge other people by your own standards, so, I'm not saying I always do things to receive, but it's like, we all do it. It's like, but I wouldn't do that. Aye. You know what I mean? I wouldn't do that. I think because like, if that was me, I'd be running at somebody's door straight away, but not everybody's able to do that. Do no. you know what I mean? Depending on what they've, how they've been conditioned, what's going on in their life at that time. They maybe just don't have access to the tools and not learned that thing yet. And no, that I sounds dead patronising, actually, as if, like, I've got everything figured out because I totally, totally don't. But it's just going... And I remember saying this to my psychologist at the time. What was it? She, I said that they've maybe not got the ab- ability... Or what was it I said? They, 
understanding or the kind uh, of I, I said something mean? and she Aye. went it's not that they don't oh, I said something like they just maybe just couldn't give didn't want to give me that or couldn't, couldn't mm-hmm. give me that and she was like no it's not about that they couldn't give you that it's just that they weren't able I can't remember I'll need to give her mean. a call <laughs> get, get her on the phone um, no I know what you mean I think it's just um, is it psychology and I think it's just been able to what you've done is put something out there that's um, a, not taboo, but it's like nobody went, oh God, mm-hmm. how do we deal with that? And maybe they, it's so hard for when it shouldn't be. That it should yeah. actually be, let's go to Kira's, like, well, that's what she's wanting. Let's all go there the now, like, and make sure she's all right. But it's just, I don't know how, I, this is the type of stuff that I'm dead, I'm dead interested in because I go, mm-hmm. where did, where, where did that, where did that come from? Yeah. Where did, where did this, how, how were they able to condition us to, yeah. Because it's like way. it's one in one in four women have one. So after like I had that mask, hundreds of people were like, oh, it happened to me, it happened to me. And I was like, Oh god, how sad that you weren't able to share that with me at the time and I wasn't able to support you because of you know, it's weird. It's like it's weird this culture of like, you know, just go on with it. I know. And actually like there is an element sometimes where you're just like you do just Ignorance need to get fucking, to it. I know. You do need to go on with it. You I do, because you need to go on. Aye. But I think for me, in order for me to go on, Aye. I need to go and that was one of the things actually like we don't all my relationship stuff but like that you know we mean Davy, he was very much a lot more reserved and didn't share a right. lot and he it, like years ago he was always like why are you arguing with me and I'm like I'm not arguing with you I'm just telling you how I feel <laughs> uh, I need to do that I need to get that out of my system before right. I'm able to move on or sit and discuss and talk about it not but then I had to learn that maybe that that's not what he needed, Aye. you know, because you need to meet somebody halfway. Definitely. Because um, what I was then doing was, is I was also upsetting him. So it's like, it's just... So uh, even like, if if I take you to Malawi, right? If I take you to Malawi... Why, we're talking about Malawi and I'm now on to my, <laughs> my relationship no, issue. No, How did we get there? It's quite into it because it can take us into the next where um, people are all kind of similar in the way they've not got much... Um, but there's a massive sense of community, about, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, where do you, th- do you think that kind of empathy? I mean, they've got a lot of empathy, compassion. They've. Mm-hmm. They, do you think that's just bred in because they've no, they're all kind of similar? I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, and, and and the culture of like you know dance and music and family and food and sharing and like you know all that sort of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of cultures all across the world that are that are that kind of thing. You know, like and. We have we totally lost that here. I mean, I even think like got an Italian background, you know. So it's like the the sharing of food and the Aye. the love and the 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 physical affection and all that sort of stuff. Like it's, I don't know what's happened here. Mm-hmm. It's just all kind of because no, you you've got your neighbours now, aren't you? And you just kind of hello, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, and and you're like sceptical of people, and it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's quite weird. And during obviously like lockdown and all, I mean that time, um, like we, <laughs> we, that wee bit uh, but like we, we, there was a bit of a sense, particularly where we lived, because we've got like a kind of massive shared garden and all that. Um, we had like like you came to a few of the parties and stuff Aye. that we had out, outside, and we really like kind of really went for it during that time. Um, but it's kind of went back to normal again. Like everybody's just kind of went back to do their own thing, which is a shame. That was um, an amazing. That was that was one. Of, like that was such a good day. That like that yeah. was amazing. Um, 
hope you did another one soon, actually. I know. Because I have a pure daft date slot up pure. Because we did one at, I don't think he came to Halloween when we like put a, um, a projector up in the back garden and then like screened like a film <laughs> in the back garden <laughs> and all that, do you know, like. Um, I think, it, but that, that day itself, um, the doors were open, people were floating in. And yeah. It, you, like that, you don't see that anymore. No. Um, and this is where I think we can learn for places like Malawi and stuff, even though they're, they've no go to anything, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, obviously you've been able to travel with Spirited and see some things mm -hmm. um, and probably hear some things after Davey that um, aren't exactly nice things, but mm -hmm. um, probably could teach your society a lot. Yeah. Um, where we, we kind of take a lot for granted, didn't we? Yeah. And we've got so much, but we still only happy. And we're over we're overstimulated and there's just there's so much like um I remember actually it's just got like I remember being in Malawi this day and Leonard, um, who who's like one of our workers in Spirit Aid, we were going to the bank and well you have to go a bit of a journey to go to the mm -hmm. bank when we were sitting and there was a television on and there was something about was it like a show racism, the red card type thing, mm -hmm. sport about like pure thing, and he just couldn't understand the um, concept. concept of racism. Like it was just like because like they were in that community and that they just had each other and it's and bad, that that was it. Um, there was a tribe in all. There was a tribe in Brazil. Um, that I don't know if it was like ten years ago. It was like the last kind of tribe that they found, and <clears throat> they didn't have a word for depression. Interesting. That's so interesting. They didn't know, um, like they were like, what do you mean? Like, and I believe now that that same, there is mental health problems and stuff now. Yeah. Which is so, it's very interesting. I yeah. think in Malawi, you'll probably see there's no much mental health problems and that, there addiction problems and that. I mean, I don't know, that might be wrong. Yeah, well, well there is. Yeah, it's just... I mean, I, I probably don't want to contribute to that too much because we probably don't know enough. Mm -hmm. um, but there's, there, like, I think the last time we were there, there was, like, kind of young people taking their own lives and stuff right. like that. Like, um, I think these things exist everywhere. It's just, it's, it's how the culture deals with it, isn't it? it it's like, because I, I, I want to make this documentary about death, mm. right? And how, like, we're shite at that in this country and all. We're shite at fucking everything in this country, right. Right, apparently, according, <laughs> to the, according to me in this podcast. But, like, you know, how different cultures deal mm -hmm. with death differently. So, you know, like um, the Ganges River in India, you know, they have like a big kind of like festival of mm -hmm. like, you know, burning the bodies on the river and like cultures, you know, like beating their chest when mm -hmm. somebody's died. Vikings. And, and that. Just all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff about how deaths, like children playing in the graveyards of like, you know, it's like they're mm -hmm. brought up. Like, it's just like everything against taboo about that sort of thing. It's just like it's so weird. This is mm -hmm. this is the circle of light. That's what happens. Do you know? It's mm -hmm. like how are we so weird about? Fo that was right. another thing. Actually, I remember years ago like, when a Davy's pal's dad died, and I'm like, right, we're making a chili. And Davy's like, what are you talking about? We're making a chili, and he was he's like, but what? If, I was like, we're making a chili, and we're going to take it down. And he was like, yeah, but what if they don't want us to go down? And I'm like well that's fine Davey I was like we go up chat the door and if they're not ready for us to come in we just go to fine put the chilli down and we go away he's like oh just phone first and I went see if you phone first and give somebody something else to think about I know 
they're not you just need to be there and we went and it was lovely and it, and it meant a lot to them as being there because see when things like that happen it's fucking shite it's rare and on to, for like it's rare like for somebody to kind of step outside the circle that way Kira. do you know what I mean and actually just take the initiative to do it yeah but you just want to take that decision making away from someone's hands and it's like everyone goes oh I don't know what to say I don't know what to say you don't need to say fuck all you just need to be there mm-hmm. like you just need we need to be there for each other uh, thank you for coming to my TED talk but like <laughs> it's just uh, yeah just need to be sound no I, um, I think you're totally right and uh, I, I, obviously like, we were talking to Dave about Malawi and stuff like that and he, he was talking about just different places he's been do you know what I mean and uh, he was saying there is a lot to learn and um, just listening to guys like, as we were talking before, Sadhguru and that, and they go, like, I've, I've, I've seen him, like, Sadhguru is actually quite funny, right? And mm-hmm. was, like, I've seen him arguing with people before and, like, somebody will say, like, what do you think he, um, like, whatever, like, Western medicine? And he's like, what do I think he Western medicine? He's like, why do you think that we would even consider Western medicine? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's so bizarre to him but we're yeah. going like people go he's a nutter and all that and yeah it's mad to see the differences in cultures but i think global glo- well, globalism if you want to call it that is probably kind of killed a lot of cultures mm-hmm. um whether they mean it or no i don't know it's another thing but uh, probably another topic we could go into that's going to could go on yeah. for hour. um but just kind of as we're coming up to the end here, right? I've got some kind of uh, questions, right, for some viewers that I put out, like you were coming on, That's right? That's still a bit so, more um, things to say. Uh, Batter in, <laughs> like, if you'll get anything else to I say. Um, but you can back and do it again, right? No, definitely. Um, so this is for Sarah, 1988. She says, Hi, Kira, your roles in both historical dramas like Outlander and contemporary shows like River City are so diverse. How do you prepare for such contrasting roles and do you have a favourite genre to work in? (laughs) (laughs) Prepare for contrasting roles? I don't know. It's funny, right? See, for years, people... I think people thought I was maybe a bit complacent with my job, right? Because I just kind of go on and just do it. But it's like, it's not... What I do is is if there's something like a a topic that I'm doing or like, I, I think... Read like read the script like a hundred times, right? And then if there's um topics of conversation or things that we're exploring during that, they need to know about. Then I would go and research that sort of stuff. Um, then make a decision about how I'm going to play that part. Um, but that changes when you go on set anyway because you get another actor there, you get a director there. Like it's all kind of quite organic when you're on the set anyway. Um. A lot of actors, you know, will prepare before they go on set. They might need to go into a room, listen to some music, maybe do some sort of process before they go on. For me, it's not that. For me, it's I just need to talk about shite. So then when I go on, I can be fresh and I can be in it. So people are always a bit like that. Or like, you're dead complacent. It's not. It's just I have to do that so then I can be in the moment rather than doing the prep first. So... Um, so I take it everybody's kind of got their own wee way of doing things. Yeah, Aye. and again, you need to give people space to do their own thing um, mm-hmm. and maybe not talk about what you're about to have for dinner the night in front of the person that's needing a bit of time. Or, 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 yeah, totally. Uh, Favourite genre, genre? Oh my God. Sleeping <laughs> genre to work in. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I was saying earlier on about how I was really enjoying like comedy. Um so I kind of I'd I'd love to like do more stuff like that, 
Um, the Nest was a big thing, I know, like that. It wasn't a huge part you had of the Nest, but no. it was a really big success, wasn't it, the, the Nest? Yeah. What's it like being involved in something that does become, like, so successful? Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, just to even say you've been an out Outlander, one yeah. of the kind of biggest box sets in the world, um, is it weird to say that, or is it like... I, yeah, it's quite, like... I mean, it's nice. It's like to be involved because in I just did. I don't know if you've seen Vigil yet. I I've, 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 I've not watched it yet. Is it good? Ah, it's really good. Is it? Aye. I love the first series. So I did a wee bit in that. Um, so it's nice to be, especially because that's the second series. And I, I know how much I love the first Aye. series. So to come in and do a bit in that, like it's nice to be a part of of something. Um, yeah, it's just something. It's just a bit already talking about stuff like this because you're like that. Just my job and then. But do you know what I mean? But like. Uh, I just like working, Sean. Do you know Aye. what I mean? I just, I really, I really, really enjoy it, and it's a, it's a, again, it's a privilege to do something that I love. So, Aye. yeah. So I'm going to ask you a wee quick: Who's the best actor you've worked with? Who's, who would you say is that a hard question? <laughs> uh, David Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, it's hard. I, I need you really, really think about it. The actors that I like working with are ones that are just are really given, and Aye. you kind of like, you know, and you're, you're working with each other. And Shell suit Bob, like you had. Like, yeah. Like oh, Stephen. Yeah. Stephen's great, and you know, Stephen's one of the most professional actors in the industry. Aye, he's great. He's great. Um, Did you ever work with Martin Compton? Did you work with him now? I well, I worked with him in the nest. Aye, actually, the nest, I've known Martin, like Martin for years, but like, but yeah, I've worked with him. In that. Did I do something else? I'm trying to remember. I remember, but yeah. Um, he seems like a good actor. I quite like. Do I, you like Martin? Yeah. I seen him in a. I, I thought he was brilliant in the one he played. Um, was it Pierre Manuel? Pierre Manuel. Ah, yeah. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, so the next question I've got is for Chris. Um, Chris Twitty. Are these real people? Have they put this in? Aye, Aye. <laughs> um, Your dedication, uh, talk about charity, um, truly inspiring. Can you share a moment in your charity work that left a last impact? Oh my God. So that was like probably because I was probably spirited thing in that. Um, yeah, I think probably actually, I'm neat. Do you know, I'm going to give you this, this video. Like, I actually remember standing. Do you know where? Oh my God, I'm, answering, I'm giving you about 100 different answers here. <laughs> Just different, eh, we visited a prison in Malawi. Did you? Aye, yeah, went into a jail in Malawi. Who's that like? That'd be Absolutely hellish. Is it? Oh, it was awful. I was just like, oh, fuck, you know, just like night and day. Is that a different ball game for you, like Scottish ones? Yeah, it was, it was just like that, wow. But we ended up singing the Green Brigade song with like, yourself, do it, <laughs> like with these these guys in there. Um, I remember, uh, like, st like we were delivering um, like materials to one of the nurseries in, no, it was a school actually, and um, standing and then just putting them because they dance all the time, Aye. and me dancing with them, and them all just been like. My God, look at this <laughs> white girl trying to do it <laughs> Like, and it was just amazing. It was like talking about that energy. It was infectious. Aye. There was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids. Um, Is someone I've never seen a white person before? Yeah, I mean, I think the only white people that have been in that community have, have been us. Is um, it? Yeah, um, and it was just I mean, like, what are they like? You see when you show them like. Did you, did you do that, like, show them photos? You're like, no, no, it's kind of, it's hard, do you know what I mean? Because it's like, if you, yeah, it's just like a bit, I know a bit weird. Um, but yeah, and then, and then when you leave the school, all these kids just follow you, like, everywhere, like, hundreds of kids just down. I mean, it was just, it's, it, it was total euphoria, man, just, like, being in the heart of, um, 
yeah, I think probably that was my moment of being there, just going like, wow, like, this is, nobody gets to do this shit, do you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. Aye. No, yeah. brilliant. Um, so just as we're kind of wrapping up, Kira, right, I always give, like, um, give the guest, like, the last week kind of message, and it's always, I always try and get them to just give a wee, somebody maybe that's struggling out there. Um, we've spoke a wee bit about social injustice today, we've spoke about different things, but... Um, so somebody that's struggling out there and uh, can maybe take a wee, you can give them a wee message. What would what would be something that you would kind of say just at, at this moment in time and well, well, stuff's quite hard, social injustice about and stuff. I know it's a big. Uh, oh my god! Putting you right on the spot. <laughs> uh, don't give a fuck. Do the thing you want to do. Um, love big and. Everything's always all right. Everything will be all right in the end. Yeah. Right, love you. Brilliant to have you on, Kira, honestly. And uh, hopefully we'll see you again at some point. Brilliant, thank you very much. Love you, bye.